step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. and souls with joy and meaning and purpose. 
You know, we're here to bring you information about the good things happening in the world and the people who are bringing those good things to all of us. So as you listen to the discussions, I'm going to ask you to take note of your heart. How does it feel? Are you listening? How are you listening? Do you hear the words? Do those words resonate with you? And where do those words resonate in your body? Ask yourself these questions, and as you do, feel into your heart. Your heart knows much more than your brain. Your heart informs your brain, and in turn, your brain signals your body based on the messages received from your heart. So listen from your heart. Speak from your heart. And when you do, you will notice a shift. And the more you do this throughout your day, the more you will see changes. Your life will change. Be in your heart. Live from your heart. And we have a very special guest tonight and a very good friend. She has joined me on air a number of times over the years, and she's here again tonight. As a matter of fact, she was the first guest to Energy Awareness Radio, which is what most of you are familiar with as far as my radio work is concerned. Her name is Tammy Masterberti. She is the number one Amazon best-selling author of the award-winning book, The Universe is Talking to You. Tap into signs and synchronicity to reveal magical moments every day. As a spiritual teacher and coach, she focuses on helping people create their own spiritual toolkit so they can plug into the Divine Higher Helpline to tap into more clarity, love, joy, and purpose. She regularly hosts online masterclasses and is live on Facebook and Instagram every Thursday for her weekly Spirit Boost broadcast. And Timmy was featured expert in the films Dream Big and The Truth About Prosperity. And she's been featured in a slew of magazines, including Aspire Magazine, Authority Magazine, See Beyond Magazine, Parade.com, and Thrive Global. She's also been a guest on several radio shows and podcasts, including Ohm Times Radio, Unity Radio, of course, Energy Awareness Radio, and iHeart Radio. So for more information, I would ask you to visit TammyMasterBirdie.com, T-A-M-M-Y-M-A-S-T-R-O-B-E-R-T-E.com after the show, but write it down now. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Tammy. Thank you so much for taking time to join us here at From the Heart Radio. How are you Oh, being? thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be back. I love that um, you're doing this new venture and that you're having me back on it. So I very much appreciate you, and I am doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great, and I'm really, I'm really so, you know, when I decided I'd, I'd launch things in a different way and, and try to promote the Children's Foundation that, that I'm running, I thought, who would be a good first guest? And I thought, well, why not have the same one I had the last time? Right. <laughs> yeah. It fit off so I well, love that. you know? I mean, why ruin a good thing? <laughs> yes, uh, totally. <laughs> yes. But for those who are not familiar with you and your work, I was wondering if you could, if you wouldn't mind, giving us a bit of an overview of how life has brought you to this path, because this wasn't the path you were on completely when I met you, which was years ago, but you certainly did, you know, get here, and it's an interesting way, so I'd like to to ask you if you could share it with our audience. Sure. So for me, I was I went to, to college and got a writing degree because I just knew that I liked to write and wanted to write, but had no idea what I was going to do with it. I just sort of knew it was something that came easily to me, and people told me I was good at it. So um, I wound up working for a magazine and getting into the magazine industry from college, and um, really the turning point, I think, that, that set me off on the path that I'm on right now is losing my mother suddenly when I was 22 years old. She had a brain aneurysm three days after Christmas back in 1999, and that sudden death really spun me into a whole new direction. As I think, I always say it's sort of like death, divorce, or a diagnosis, right? Like the three Ds that sort of bring people, you know, to their knees or sort of have them start questioning things or have, you know, a major life change. And usually that that has them start looking up and looking for a higher source and looking to understand things. And for me, 
that was my mother's death. And so in uh, experiencing that, the the thing that really pushed me was my sister insisting us go to a medium. And when we went to this guy named George Anderson, which at the time, this was, again, this is 2000, right? So this was before mediums were on television and, you know, things were, it was, it's sort of like a normal conversation to bring up now. But back then it was sort of like, you're going where? Um, that, that one hour session that I had with him sort of cracked everything open for me. And I realized my mother was not gone. I realized she was very much still with me, knew everything that was going on, knew things that I, you know, said things in that session through that medium that I'd never even voiced out loud. And that sort of cracked the door open for me that, you know, once, once you sort of walk through, you never look at life the same way again. So eventually I wound up starting my own magazine in the spiritual world, which I loved doing. Um, and did for a number of years. And in doing that, I started talking about my own experiences. I started talking about my mother's death. I started talking about how she was sending me signs all the time. And I would hear from people that would just be like, oh, gosh, you know, like, you're so lucky. I can't believe you get signs like that. You know, I haven't heard from my brother, my mother, my father, whomever. And I used to just say, oh, yeah, well, I guess my mom's, you know, she must be like this powerful spirit. I don't know. Why am I, you know, why am I getting these things? And, you know, eventually it hit me and I thought, mm, no, it can't, you know, it can't be. There. I must be doing something differently. I must be looking at things differently. So I started really thinking about it. And I started really just sort of jotting things down of like, okay, well, if I had to teach somebody to open up to this, what would I, what would I tell them or how would I go about doing it? And that eventually led me to write the book, The Universe is Talking To, and put it out there into the world and help people to, who are on a spiritual path, who have lost a loved one. And it's not just about signs from loved ones. It's, it's the universe. It's your angels. It's your guides. It's your whole team of higher helpers that are available that are constantly trying to guide you. And when we can start opening up to that, it literally changes everything. It's just that's why the, the book says magical moments every day because literally you start realizing how magical life is. And so that's why – I wrote the book, and that's what it's intended to do, and it's just been a wild ride. It's been so much fun hearing from people and and just knowing that what I'm teaching is opening people up and is allowing them to see things, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about kids as well, but there's so many things that that kids can start opening up to, you know, at a younger age. I wish I knew some of this stuff, you know, when I was younger versus, you know, I, I sort of went through it all at 22 and it cracked me open. And I was lucky because there's people sometimes who are in their 40s that, that you know, you don't get cracked open until you're older. But uh, but if we could start younger, that would be awesome. <laughs> so hopefully that, uh, awesome. that brings you to now. <laughs> well, and the thing is, you know, when you raise a good point, you know, you, you, you said that, you know, maybe we can help the kids. The funny part is that they come in knowing more than we do. It's us who messes them up. It's us who says, yes. oh, you know, you don't have imaginary friends. You don't, don't believe in that. Don't do that. And we yes. may say everything. And that's the problem. We start at the age of usually it's about 40 to say to what I was, because at that point we're realizing there was something more. What is it? I lost it. I need to find it. And that's when people are talking about, I need to find myself. You really don't yes. need to find yourself. You just have to go back and, and, and believe what you had before that society has taken away teachers and siblings and parents. Oh my, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like, it's, it's, crazy, it's like the ultimate remembering. Is. Yeah. It's like, we have yeah. to just remember because it's all in there. It's just we're, we, we were forgot or we were, like you said, we were told this isn't the way it works or this isn't the way life works. And we just conform. And, you know, eventually, like I said, at, at some point something happens and you're like, wait a minute, there's gotta be something else going on here. And that's how people end up on a spiritual path usually. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's funny because I always find it fascinating and amazing to learn how people come to do what they do. And I've known you for years and watched you evolve, and I still find it fascinating because it is such a – but that's because during the time, <laughs> we were more connected. We saw each other more often, and so mm-hmm. things would come up, and we would laugh about it, and, and it was like watching it in the moment, actually seeing it with you. <laughs> and it was kind of funny. Yes, yes. <laughs> There yes. were things that oh, were just strange and crazy, and, you know, I remember a, a medium saying to me, giving me information, and I saying, okay, well, I, don't, I don't know what to do with this, and having to 
deliver it to you. And then yes. I think you got information about somebody that was related to a person that you worked with who ended up being their brother-in-law's cousin's sister or something. It was, oh, yeah, crazy. It was crazy. It was yes. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So 100%. watching all of that, you got to believe it when you see it. You have to believe it when oh, you see yeah. it because you can't make this stuff up, you know? <laughs> oh, in- unbelievable. Really yeah. And that's medium to do that. Yes. And that's why I, I mean, I just was never afraid to sort of share my story or share these crazy experiences. And in doing that, that's when I started realizing, like, why aren't more people having these experiences? Because it's, it's not just happening to me. It's happening to all of us. But, but people either don't realize it or they're completely discounting it. Yes. I think they're discounting it. They're not waking up to yes. saying this is a possibility. They're afraid. And they're afraid. There is the fear factor. You know, there is yes. the fear factor that, uh, you know, I don't want to see ghosts or anything like that, you know. Right. And, and it's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, I think if you had a pair of glasses like the kind that you wear in a 3D movie, you'd find that this you know, planet is overpopulated with everybody's still here. We just can't see them. But yeah, you certainly paid attention to the signs you received and kudos to you and your book. The universe is talking to you because thank you. You know, it's all inclusive from recognizing and acknowledging the signs and synchronicities to how to follow the guidance and then receive the information yet remain open to the information and removing the blocks. You have it all within, within the pages of your book. So, right. you know, right now, for the past two years, probably most especially, our world has been and continues to be going through a lot. I mean, every time you turn around, yes. it's something else. So because of that, I would like to ask you to speak to one chapter in particular. It's Chapter 5, Taming the Chaos, simply because yes. that, at least the patients I am seeing daily, is it seems to be – uh, the popular dilemma of the year, it seems. It's like it's winning the prize. For, you know, everybody yeah. in chaos and stress and overwhelm and anxiety. Very, very overwhelming. And I think if we could kind of concentrate on that chapter, we would be helping everyone listening because I really don't believe there's anyone who's not dealing with chaos of some sort in their life right now. So oh, yes. up to that? Yes, yes. And I'll tell you, strangely enough, and not strangely enough, my book came out literally smack in the middle of the of the beginning of the pandemic. Like, it was sort of like I, everything shut down in March, and then the book came out in that, that May. And I was like, oh, wow, what, you know, what timing the universe had with this. But um, basically, the, the, I, I have a whole chapter on Taming the Chaos for numerous reasons. Like you said, I don't think there's one person in this world that could not benefit from consciously trying to tame their chaos in some way. But the reason I included it in the book is because if you are trying to open up to signs and you're trying to see the things that are happening around you and notice the subtle ways that the universe is talking to you, you've got to tame some of that chaos and get back to the present moment because the present moment is where the signs are occurring, right? So that was the sort Mm -hmm. of um, impetus for having it in the book. But overall, in terms of of taming the chaos, what I have found, and, and I'm, I'm a very, you know me, I'm a very practical person. I'm a Virgo through and through. I like to break things down. I like to make them simple. I like to give you, you know, exercises or information that is super, super easy to implement because, again, we're in a chaotic world and everybody's busy. But what I have sort of broken it down, down to and what I have found is there's really two types of chaos overall that we need to start paying attention to. The first type of chaos is what I call internal chaos. And that's sort of chaos that our own mind and body causes all on our own. So the thoughts in your head the emotions that you're having, often triggered by the thoughts that are happening in your head, the things that are going on inside of you, ruminating about the past, worrying about the future, you know, thinking of your to-do list, all of the stuff that we say to ourselves all day, every day, that suck the life out of us because it's a constant machine that's going if you're not aware of it, that's sort of that internal chaos that, that will run amok if you don't consciously try and, and sort of, you know, pull the reins on it. The second type of and chaos. That's, that's real. Oh, the first one, the internal chaos, that certainly is something that, you know, we bring it in just by, I mean, I think a lot of people are on social media. They're watching the news. Yes. And it's the same stuff that's regurgitated over and over and over again every day. And they focus on it. And then they turn around and speak it 
to other people. Yes. So now it's a topic of conversation everywhere. All you're doing is perpetuating this internal chaos. So that's a, that's a way for people to look at it and say, okay, I need to – I used to love watching David Muir at 630. I love David Muir. I don't watch David Muir anymore. I still love him, just don't want to see what he has to do. <laughs> same crap every night. You know? Right. <laughs> Not yes. It. But that's, oh, yes. that's kind of how the first internal one really kind of comes into play in my mind. It's, you know, you just keep over and over and over again. After a while, you believe what you hear and what you read instead of making decisions on your own. And that can create a lot of chaos and, again, fear. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And then, well, the other piece of that that sort of goes into a little bit of what you were talking about, too, is what I call external chaos that we then take in, yep. right? So the yep. external chaos is the social media, the news, the newspapers, reading stuff online. I mean, the wonderful thing about social media and the, and the Internet and the world today is that we're connected. And the bad thing about social media and the world today is that we're connected because now yeah. you can be experienced. <laughs> Experiencing, you can be experiencing chaos in a completely different country that you are now taking in because you know about it. Years ago, we didn't always know what the heck was going on, right, because it wasn't so connected. So now it's like a world level, a global level of this external chaos. But in addition to that, it's also the people that you're around, the environments that you're in, the places that you visit, all of that is you're taking it in, right? And you don't, you don't necessarily have to be an empathetic person or a sensitive, quote, person. There's literally science behind something called emotional contagion where st- science has studied this where you literally, just by looking at a person, looking at facial expressions, different things like that, you're literally take, you can take on emotions from other people. We don't realize that we're doing it all the time, but, but it's happening. And so, and you might notice that too, like if you, let's say you're not in a great mood and then you come across somebody who's in an amazing mood and sometimes they'll lift you, right? So we don't even right. realize it, but it's happening. So to me, that extra, so we have enough chaos going on inside of us, right? We don't even need the help of anybody outside of us. We have enough going on inside. But because of that external chaotic factor and the fact that it's now on that global level, it's a whole other big animal that we have to be aware of that then contributes to our internal chaos and our overall chaos level. And we, the pandemic was a perfect example of that because everybody felt it. Everybody, you know, took, it, it just went to such a, a higher level for everybody, no matter where you are. And that was a global issue, no matter where you are. And chaos was at a ridiculously all-time high at that point. So to me, those and- are sort of the two causes. Those are, those are two really huge causes. And the fact that it is global, it's happening in real time. And when things are happening yes. in real time, even though all time happens at the same time, real time, when it's happening in real time and we're taking it in, group energy is really a wonderful and powerful thing when you're trying yes. to do good. But it's really Correct. a powerful thing no matter what you're trying to do. So when you have that group energy coming together, all it's doing is perpetuating that constant negativity so that people yeah. are constantly feeling depressed and anxious and overwhelmed and that chaos is just hitting them in the face like, a, like an 18-wheeler. And yeah. you can't get past that. And it's not just things like, okay, the, the pandemic was a global issue. It still is a global issue. It really hasn't gone away. I mean, some people are like, oh, yeah, I think it's gone away. No, no, it hasn't gone away, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a global issue that we're trying to deal with, but it's lessened. And when you look at things like that and say, okay, that was global, what else is global? Well, let's see. Right now, there's a lot of things going on in Russia and the Ukraine that are global oh, that people are in fear of. Yes. And then you look at just social media that's not global as far as the whole world knows about every issue, but the whole world, it seems, is on Facebook, or as I like to call mm-hmm. it, fake book, because people lie. Yes. <laughs> and they yes. tell stories. Yes. You know, but it gets people going. It, it, it creates this bullying that people have in a way that they don't think that they're bullying. They're just kind of stretching the truth and making other people feel bad. That's bullying. It's all bullying. Mm -hmm. And all this stuff just adds to the negativity. So the external chaos doesn't necessarily have to be one issue that's global because let's face it, right Right. now, everything's global. Yeah. 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 And it's 
and it's coming at us from more ways today than it ever has before. It is, and, and this yeah. is why you know therapists have waiting lists right now, and kids can't even get yes, into therapy do. if they wanted to. You know what I mean? Like it's just, oh man, is at an all-time high right now. It's it's incredible. It is. It's crazy. I, I mean, my kids' foundation. There's 638 kids that are being helped right now in mental health therapy, but there's another 350 who are on a waiting list that can't get in. And I'm working yes. with the biggest practice in my county, and they have 42 clinicians, and we can't get those kids in because a variety of reasons, you know. And yeah, mm-hmm. the waiting lists are huge. And when you look at and adults too, there are adults who are on waiting lists and they just can't get in. There aren't enough therapists to help them, and that's. You know, this is where things like your book will come in handy because, okay, it's not a therapy book, but it is a book that will help you in, you know, in ways that, well, let's face it, you know, a, a standard psychotherapist is not going to help you do this. Right. <laughs> They're Correct. probably going to just go through the CBT, you know. So when you're talking to, when you're doing things that are as simple as some of the things that you have in your book, you know, mm-hmm. it's easy for people to come back down into a place where they can feel good and they don't have that stress and overwhelm and anxiety that they were feeling just a moment ago. But you said, I think you said there are four, you have four chaos, four levels no, of chaos? You, no, there's two, two? there was two, two types of chaos, the external and the inter- okay. internal. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, there's many sub levels in right. there, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, again, I just sort of break it down into external and, and internal just so that people realize like, oh, these are the two things that I have to be aware of. I have to be aware of the energy inside myself and I have to be aware of the energy outside of myself that I am taking in, whether I realize it or not. Yeah. And that's a lot for people to have to understand, but it's really simple when they follow some of the things that you offer in order to alleviate that and they can make things go away relatively quickly, but it's a practice as well. It's something you have to be aware of and do. And, and it's all about being aware and, and knowing that this person's getting to me, keep them at arm's length. This situation mm-hmm. is not good. Shut off the TV, turn off the social media, whatever it is, and turn to something mm-hmm. else that brings you joy. Do something, yes. find a, a hobby, do something that will bring you joy. And that of course will, will help in a multitude of ways. So yes. we're going to start to go over, in a few minutes, we're going to start to go over some of the exercises that you have, I think, right, um, for helping yes. people with, okay, all right, we'll do that. But right now, it's time for Soji Shares. And this is where we share stories about kids from all over the globe who are doing amazing things in this world. And you know, one thing, we can learn so much from children. We really can because they're way smarter than we are because we're just too ingrained in the things that, that are, they've become normal to us. But when you watch a child, you can see their freedom. You can see that they're not thinking about other things going on and they're just worried about, they are living in the moment. They are present with what is happening right then and there. They're not worried about anything else. So if we look at some of the people in history, it's full of young people who astounded the world with their thoughts and creations. People like Anne Frank, Mozart, and Louis Braille, and while we often hear people say things like, you know, the kids today are lazy, they're always on their phones or Xboxes or watching videos, they don't get involved. There are children all over this planet who are living proof that the kids today are just as motivated, just as creative, just as focused, and just as passionate as they have ever been. So our goal at SojiKids.org is to spread joy. Hence the name Soji, sharing our joy intentionally. And this week, we would like to share Robbie Novak's story with you. Robbie Novak is known as, or also known as Kid President. And Robbie is making a difference by bringing a little more joy to the world with his series of YouTube videos. And he made these videos with the help of his older brother-in-law. So Kid President began in 2012 when Robbie was just eight years old. And he did it to make the world less boring and more awesome by spreading messages of love and positivity. And his outlook on life is especially inspiring given he has the brittle bone disease, osteogenesis imperfecta. And his popularity on YouTube, it just soared. So he took a little bit of time to kind of like a break to focus on school and to just be a kid. But now Robbie's 16. And he started a second YouTube series, a motivational travel show focusing on kids across this country. Now, Robbie is not a famous child. Robbie is a child who followed the guidance he received. And this is a great example of what Tammy's book is all about, because the only difference is Robbie didn't read Tammy's book. 
which proves this is a natural way of being and all the rest of us need to get back to it. You know, we need to relearn what we came in knowing but lost due to the parameters I just spoke about, society put on us as we grew, telling us life doesn't work that way. But, you know, as we've come to find out, life does work that way. And Robbie's just one example. And there are so many more. And you'll hear about a different inspiring child each week on From the Heart Radio. And this week, let's determine to remind all young people of their unlimited and infinite possibilities. So if you take a moment today to tell a child in your life that they're special and then get them inspired to follow their guidance and notice signs and synchronicities, ask them what they're passionate about. Encourage them to go for it. Maybe they'll initiate changes in the world too because Lord knows the adults aren't doing a great job of it. And changes don't need to be big. They just need to be meaningful and purposeful. And they always come from your heart. And that's when the changes really do happen. And while you're at it, you might want to take time for yourself as an adult to read Tammy's book, relearn what you once knew, resolve to claim your own infinite possibilities, and see where life takes you. One thing is certain. We all grow and learn when we do things that are positive. And we all grow and learn in ways that we cannot imagine, and it's always for the highest good. So try to take a moment sometime this week to do that for yourself, for another child, for somebody that you know and love, because everybody needs to be stroked. Everybody needs to have that information and know that they can, they have more power, they're limitless, and they can do more than they ever think they can. We are speaking with Tammy Masterberti, author of The Universe is Talking to You, Tap into Signs and Synchronicity to Reveal Magic Moments Every Day. So to learn more, please visit Tammy's website, TammyMasterberti.com. So go ahead and check, write that down now. T-A-M-M-Y-M-A-S-T-R-O-B-E-R-T-E dot com. And you can check it out after the show. So, okay, Tammy, we're back with you. Let's talk about what people can do to get themselves out of the chaos that they're feeling and try to bring themselves back to a track where life is more manageable and maybe from that point they can move forward into a better space. Yes. Absolutely. So, again, everything that I sort of have come up with for myself is something that is sort of practical, easy. You can do it anywhere. It doesn't take a lot of time because I find that sometimes if you're not that things that or exercises that take a long time are not good, but it's harder to fit them in, especially if you're just starting out doing these types of things and just realizing, hey, I should probably be taming my chaos. So the cool thing is everybody hears about meditation. Everybody knows about meditation. And when you think about meditation, you think, okay, I have to sit. I have to close my eyes. I have to sit with my legs crossed and I have to just, you know, say a mantra or do something for 20 minutes or more a day or maybe, you know, when I first learned it, it was 20 minutes twice a day. And that can be so overwhelming and so intimidating and certainly not something that you're going to get a child to do. So the cool thing is that neuroscience, which I absolutely adore, I'm literally a science geek because I love to find the, the true reasons why things work. Um, So I love reading anything about neuroscience. But neuroscience, which basically studies the brain, has now found that, yes, those longer meditation sessions are amazing and they work and they rewire your brain and they lower your blood pressure and they do all of these things that we know that meditation does. However, what neuroscience is now showing is that you can actually do smaller bursts of meditation that add up and have the similar and same effect as those longer versions. So what that means is you can literally take one to three minutes a couple of times throughout your day to do a mini meditation, and it still has that amazing benefit. And what I love about it is, yes, those 20-minute sessions, if you just do a 20-minute session in the morning, that's amazing. But we are constantly bombarded throughout the day with chaos, again, external and internal. So if you, even if you do that 20-minute meditation in the morning, you can take these mini meditations throughout the day with you, and you can use them to recenter yourself to bring yourself back, to release some of that chaos and that drama that maybe you've taken on or that has started to bubble up inside of you throughout the day. And it's also something that 
is very simple for a child to do. So basically what I tell people is just you can literally start with 60 seconds throughout the day. You can set a timer on your phone. You can um, sort of habit, they call it habit stacking, where you're like, okay, I get up in the morning and I'll do it then. And then I'm, when I'm eating lunch, I'll do it then. Or when I get back into my car on the way to, you know, on the way home from work, I can do it then. So basically I like to call them sort of 60-second retreats where you can just take a step back, take a minute, and release some of the stuff and recenter yourself and bring yourself back to the present moment and stop the, uh, the, the racing thoughts that are happening in your head and sort of clear yourself. So what I tell people to do is just simply literally close your eyes, take a deep breath in and out, and then for 60 seconds you can time yourself, you can look at the clock, and just sometimes I'll tell people like you on um, on your on like an iPhone or some type of a smartphone or something like that. They actually have a you know a, t- a timer. You can set the alarm after 60 seconds. All you need to do is repeat some type of a mantra. Close your eyes and repeat some type of a mantra for 60 seconds. I like to use the word release. Um, I first heard that years ago from someone named Brendan Bouchard, who is an amazing author, and he does this with the word release. So you could I like the word release because I feel like to me it's telling my subconscious mind to release all of the the stuff that's in mm. here to release the you know release the drama, release the stress, release the the chaos, release, right? So you can just literally yep. close your eyes and repeat the word release, release, release. You can also repeat anything that makes you feel good. Sometimes I like to do I'll go back and forth between all is well, I am safe. All is well, I am safe. To me, that sort of immediately relaxes the body as well. You can literally do this in 60 seconds. You can teach a child to do this when they are spiraling out of control or worried or stressed out. You can teach them to interrupt that stress cycle, interrupt all of the drama going on. And just do this, whether you're stressed out or not, I would say do it a few times a day. But if you feel the overwhelm happening, if you feel the stress happening, stop what you're doing and just take those 60 seconds. And I tell people you can go up to three minutes if you want to. But when you're first starting out, just do those 60 seconds throughout the day. And you are literally taming your chaos as you're going throughout the day. And kids can totally do it. They like to do it. I have a 10-year-old stepson that I teach different tools to, um, and he's sort of, you know, is, is so used to words that I use and things that I say now just because he's grown up with it. So the younger you start them, the better. But those 60-second breaks, I find, make a big difference. And what I love about them is that I'm still, in those 60 seconds, I'm rewiring the brain to, to calm down to not react as quickly. I'm doing good for my body and my mind and my health and my overall, even in those 60 seconds. So that's the first tool that is super easy, simple, and anybody, an adult or a child, can do it. And and at the end of that, and, and people think like, ah, 60 seconds. First of all, 60 seconds is longer than you think, but shorter than you think at the same time. It does the job at the end of 60 seconds you feel a difference and you're like, wow, I can't believe I just took that 60 seconds and now I can go back to doing what I was doing and now I'm in a completely different frame of mind because I've stopped that train. So that is the, that's the first sort of tool that I would give to everybody. The second tool, and I would say, well, I would say on the first, I would say on the first tool that when you use a word, Whatever that word is, you are programming your brain, and your brain is taking that signal and pushing it throughout your entire body. So when you say release, you're going to start to feel relaxation. And if you say, uh, you know, on the inhale, I am healthy, I am strong on the exhale, or all is well, whatever the words are, your brain, you're telling your brain what to do. You're programming your brain. It's the greatest super organic computer there is. It will never be replicated, and you can program it. And that's how you program it because when you're doing that, it's not the words. The words have absolutely nothing to do with it. It's the meaning. The fuel is in the feeling. The fuel is in the feeling that you have when you say these words, and that is what programs your brain because your heart programs your brain. Your brain's not doing it. Your heart is doing it. So you can sit there and say, release, release, release. If you don't believe it and you don't get into it, it's not going to work. You have to feel it in your heart. 
because that mm-hmm. is what tells your brain what to do. And then your yes. brain sends the bodies to those signals to the body. And and that is what will help people to, you know, relax more. If you really think, okay, release, and you can feel yourself release, sometimes just saying the words and you're feeling it, you feel it from your heart, you know when you're feeling it from your heart. That's complete and total heart coherence. And that is what brings you to where you need to be. So that's a really good exercise. And, yes, little kids love that because I do this with children. And they love it. They, they love to sit there and feel their heart. And then they hear, feel it in their head, and you can see them just go, ah. They just automatically relax, and they calm down, and the temper tantrum is over. And parents love it, too, because, you know, who wants to deal with a kid who's having a temper tantrum? Yes, yes. <laughs> you kind of don't. Yours is 10 years old, so it's different. There are no temper tantrums, I would guess, at this point in time. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but there's there's still what I find that it works with, with kids around that age, too, is like, they get like, well, what about this? And, oh, my God, you know, and they go into yeah. that whole, like, and you're like, wait a second. Like, you know, like, take a breath. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's just well, let's, let's stop. good. Yes. Yes, yes. But if they're, if they're worries, like, well, I don't know about this. And, you know, like, my, my yeah. stepson just started school again on um, Tuesday. And he was like, well, none of my friends are in my class. And my um, – everybody says that my teacher's mean and, you know, like, oh, you know, all this stuff. And, like, when they get themselves into that type of a state, number one, doing an exercise like that. Number two, another thing I find is shifting their focus from everything that's going wrong to, okay, what can we focus on that is actually a good thing? And that's, I mean, adults yeah. can do that too. And and that's something, you know, I, always, I, I sort of call it look for the good. Like, okay, how can we look yeah. for the good right now, even though all of this, insanity is happening and he was all stressed out and I was like he's like I can't believe why do we even have to go to school you know like that whole thing was like there shouldn't be school and everybody should just be smart and we shouldn't have to have school and it was like listen I said well, you know what September means September means football season is starting and you love playing football so instead of stressing oh, out about go. school right like let's be excited like my first game is on Sunday and like that's what we can focus. so adults can do that too right adults can stop oh, yeah. and and in you know in the and what i say too is with those 60 second retreat breaks you can add at the end of it like okay what can i be grateful for that's going right right now and then go mm-hmm. back to doing what you're doing right it's like sort of stacking yep. these little tools together um and when yeah, you like start that. going stacking oh the habits i like the way yes. you said that stacking the habits yes yeah. yes yeah. stacking it together so that you know it's it's a bunch of small little things that sort of work as a package and again only take a few minutes to do out of your day and then anybody can go back and it's funny cuz people will say to me like oh god you know i just i don't even want to stop for that 60 seconds i'm in the middle of da 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 but then when they do it and they go back, they're like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I can get so much more done or my brain is so much clearer than if I hadn't stopped for those 60 seconds. And when you do it, you, you'll realize that. Yeah, and isn't that amazing? Because everybody does. When you say to them, I remember telling people, you need to take just, just set your timer for like two minutes and, and just meditate. Just don't care that you didn't do it. Just be in that moment for two minutes. And when you realize that I'm not in that moment, bring yourself back. You will mm-hmm. get much more done. Take that time to give yourself more time. Don't tell me you don't have time. You don't have time not to do this. This is what gives yes. you time. And until somebody does it, they don't realize it. And then when it does, Correct. it's like magic. It's like yes. magic. Oh, look at what I can do. You know, like, yeah, see? You know, yes, really it makes such a big difference. And the yeah. other thing that I find interesting, because you were you you mentioned um, like you know their th- your thoughts go off and then you bring yourself back. People get stressed out even in that sixty seconds. I promise you, yeah. your your thoughts may wander to back to your to do yep. list or back to whatever. And you just have to bring it back to if you're saying release or whatever it is. But I always tell people don't hate the fact that your mind drifts off. Because, number one, it's been proven that when that happens, you're actually releasing stress, whether you realize it or not. And number two, the more times that your brain goes off and you recognize and go, oh, my God, I'm supposed to be saying release, and then you go back and you start saying it, that's actually rewiring your brain. So don't hate when that happens or don't think it's not supposed to happen because it's actually a good thing. You know, it's funny because I've done this with – I did this with a gentleman over the phone a couple of weeks ago, and I said to him, Okay, so this is what I'm going to teach you to do. And he had to cancel an appointment. He's not coming in until tomorrow, actually. And he, he, he was listening to me, and I said to him, you're doing it now, aren't you? And he said, yes. And I said, how do you feel? He goes, wow, there's a difference. He goes, at first I thought, what am I doing? What am I, I don't feel anything. I don't feel any different. But the more you talked, 
And the more you tell me what to do, the more I realize, hey, wait a minute, this is working. And he has major yes. PTSD. This is wonderful for people with PTSD. And there's a myriad yes. of ways to do this that they can they can work through the day as long as they understand the concept. And I'll ask them, show me what you're doing. Let's see. And I can see them when they're in front of me. I can see what they're doing. I can see them getting into it. And even on mm-hmm. the phone, I could hear him because I said to him, you're doing it, aren't you? And he said, yeah. Yes. It was amazing. But guys, they used to be, I'm finding, that men used to be, oh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. You know, this is part of the job. I'm supposed to be stressed. And more and more men are attending yoga classes. More and more men are doing these things to help themselves because they realize you could be putting off a heart attack or eliminating one completely. And that is what it's good for. This is so good for your overall well-being, your health, everything. It's so important. And that's why, you know, if somebody just does a few of these exercises, and this is just the first one. I know you have more, so let's get to another one. (laughs) Yes. So so another one um, that I find that, again, you can stack with your 60-second break or 60-second retreat is something I call the crown chakra reset. And... So the crown chakra, you know, we have, um, well, we have more than seven chakras, but there's seven chakras that most people know about. And the, the, right. the top one as, is literally the top of your head, the crown of your head is your crown chakra. What I find about the crown chakra is it's sort of where your thoughts are connecting with thoughts outside of you, divine, you know, divine messages can come through that way. But it also, other things are, you know, other energies and other things around you are, are getting in. So what I find, even if you don't do this with your 60-second, even if you just take, a, like, 30 seconds to do this, I tell people just take your dominant hand and literally put it on the top of your head and close your eyes. Even if you do absolutely nothing but breathe for 30 seconds, you don't repeat a mantra, you don't do anything, you will find that it sort of cuts off the external stimulation and it calms you down. I do not know why. I wish I, I should figure out the neuroscience of this one, but it does work. So when you put your hand over your head and you do that, um, the other thing you can do is take your other hand and put it over your solar plexus just to sort of balance yourself, but you don't have to. And you just breathe. So if you added this into your 60-second retreat, it's amazing. If you just do it for 30 seconds and just put your hand over your head, drop your shoulders, and just breathe normally in and out, I find that everything calms down. And people who have never done it will do it and go, oh, my gosh, I actually, wait a minute, I just did it for, like, 20 seconds and I feel different. Like, it just re-centers you into your body. I feel like it re-grounds you. It re-centers you into your body. It re-centers your spirit into your body. It blocks off some of that external insanity that's happening around you, and it brings you back. So again, it can take 30 seconds. You can add it with the 60 seconds. You can teach a kid to just put their hand on top of their head, close their eyes, and breathe for a little bit, and it brings you back. So that's another sort of very simple, easy, quick thing that can uh, temporarily recenter you and bring you back. And you can do that. I mean, listen, your hand is with you at all times. So you can do that anywhere. (laughs) And, you know, nobody even has to know what you're doing. You just put your hand on top of your head and nobody will think anything funny, you know. So it's sort of something simple, easy to do, and it's always available. But that's, you know, the reason why is actually because of intention. Because when Mm -hmm. we Let's say that somebody gives you something and you feel grateful. Where does, your, where does your hand usually go? Right to your heart. And you're like, oh, my gosh, thank you. It's yes. intention. Your body is showing intention on its own. And so when you want to have a release, you go to the place of pain and you put your hand there. So it's, you know, it's, it's that pain thing to stop the pain. And if you put your hand intentionally knowing, hey, this works, you're doing it intentionally. And you're telling your brain at that moment, you're saying, I'm putting my hand here and I feel it. And I know if I'm feeling it, it's going to work. So they're believing it and feeling it, and that's why it works. Because if you just stick your hand on top of your head and you don't believe it's going to work, it isn't going to work. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You have, that intention is there, that feeling. Again, it's all driven by feeling. So putting it, when you think about what you do naturally, when you, when you meet somebody and you want to hug them, you're giving them a hug, and you're, you're giving them your energy. You're giving them that loving energy. And when you feel pain, where does your hand go? Right to where the pain is. You're like, oh, that really hurts. And you're trying to, yeah. you know give it some uh, some relief with your hand. So knowing that, oh, now I know the place to put my hand to get rid of the chaos so it does kind of block everything else, and now maybe I can open up to just the messages I need to receive because that's what you're trying to do is get rid of that chaos so that you're open to receive. 
Yes, yes, 100%. Because once you start taming some of that chaos and you are more in the present moment and you are more in the here and now, you will notice the subtleties that are happening. You will notice all of a sudden out of the blue an idea that pops into your head that wasn't there before. Because the way that sort of the universe communicates with you is through the use of other people. You'll overhear a conversation. Something will open up. An idea will pop into your head. There's so many different ways that it comes through. And a lot of times we think, oh, my God, I'm so brilliant. I figured this out. But a lot of the time it's, <laughs> it's you know, oh, wait, spirit just gave me this idea, especially when you ask for it. That's the other piece, too, just of that, is that when you ask for the help, it always comes. But you have to be open to the subtle ways that it comes in. And the more that you can tame that chaos and be more centered and be more present, the more you're going to notice it. And then the more that you start noticing it, the more that it's going to become natural for you to notice it. And you will, and it's sort of like a cycle that builds on itself. Like I said in the beginning, once a door opens like that, you can't, you walk through it and you'll never, you're never the same again. And that's sort of what it's like when you start opening up to the messages that are around you. You think, oh my gosh, how was I living without this before? Yeah, and don't you notice that it, it, they become faster and faster, and you'll start to, like, you'll have a conversation with someone, and you'll be answering a, their question before they even ask it, or yes. they'll be answering your question before you ask it, and it's amazing how quickly things can go, and you're not, I, I was just going to say, you're not reading the other person's mind, but kind of you are. <laughs> yes. You're getting the yes. information, because we're all energy. We're communicating constantly. We don't really have to use our mouths to do it, but we do have yes. to be open to it. And when you're reading somebody else's energy and people think, well, I don't know how to read energy. Yeah, you do. You're just not doing it. But once you start to do some of these exercises that are in Tammy's book, you will realize that, okay, I am allowing myself, allowing myself to receive. So if I'm allowing myself to receive, I'm going to get more. If you are cutting yourself off and holding your hands in fists, nobody can give you anything when your hands in a fist. How do you hold it? So you have to release right. to open your hands to receive. And when you do that, that's when you start to get things. So what's really fascinating is that watching, watching it in other people and seeing them start to, to do this and be fascinated by it. I have to be honest. I'm constantly fascinated by this stuff and I never want to lose that because I always find it amazing that something yes. will come to me and then from that you get five or six more things and it's yes. just it's crazy but it's crazy good and there are people who are excellent at it there are people who are you know astoundingly excellent at reading people mediumship um, we have a mutual friend who is very, very, very good at, I mean she's unreal she doesn't believe it but she is unreal and I would have to say that you know, she's been doing this for a while, and it just, it's like second nature to her, you know? And yes. Although yes. I'd like to think it's second nature to me, I know it's not, because sometimes you have to work at it, you know? But that's right. when you get too caught up, caught up in the human part of it. But, yeah, I think that your book does tell an awful lot about what what could be better for everyone. You go with your intuition, you're always going to be right. You're always going to be yes. right. The only way to go with your intuition is to do the things in your book. Do you have another exercise in there? I know you have a few. Oh, my gosh, there's so many different ones. I I just want to say also, too, like I wrote the book from the perspective of you don't have to be a practicing psychic. You don't have to be a medium. You don't have to have ever done anything with your intuition ever before, right, to be able to get these messages. And that's the cool thing about it. And and in the book, there's like a five-step process that just just helps you – just start opening up to it. And then, like like you said, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, like you realize it, and then it starts happening more and more, and it just becomes this whole new world. Um, so the other thing I want to say about chaos is in terms of that external piece of it or the external chaos, something that I like to do is just sort of uh, protect my energy. So in the book, there's something called the shield. There's a lot of different ways to do it depending on uh, what your beliefs are, how you want to incorporate it. I like to call in Archangel Michael for me. But you can teach a child or you can you can do it yourself where you just sort of intentionally in the morning put a bubble around you and you can say, I'm protecting my energy so that I don't take on anything that is not mine today. The way that I do it is I picture a bubble of light around me. I call in Archangel Michael, who is the protector angel, and I say to him every morning, um, and the, new, the newest thing that I've been saying is, um, Archangel Michael, please surround me with your love, light, and protection. Please keep me from taking on any energy that does not belong to me today from outside of me. 
please allow it to bounce off of this bubble and return to sender. And if it is negative, allow it to drop into the earth and be transformed to love. That's sort of the newest thing that I say. But literally, you can just take two seconds to put a bubble around you and ask Archangel Michael or just ask the universe or whomever you would like to address. Just surround me, protect my energy, and keep me from taking on energy that doesn't belong to me. I don't always say negative energy or whatever. I just say anything that doesn't belong to me, I'd prefer not to take on. <laughs> you know what I mean? I sort of just open it yeah. up to, like, say, listen, it doesn't even have to be negative. I just, if it's not mine, I'd prefer not to take it with me because I have my own stuff. So that's right. sort of how I do it. And, again, that's something you can teach a child to do. Um, and I also have taught my, my stepson um, to clear his energy. Right. When you find yourself getting ramped up, when you find yourself um, even even all of a sudden in a, in a mood where maybe you had a conversation with somebody and they drained you or you're feeling, you know, you feel like, oh, my gosh, I was I didn't feel like this before that phone call. I grab a selenite wand, which is crystal, and you can get them. They're very inexpensive on like Etsy or anything like that. Um, and I just wand my whole, I just comb around my whole body. And I've taught my, my stepson when he gets crazy or if he's in a bad mood, I'm like, come here. And he puts his arms out, you know, like in a T position and I just wand his whole body. And I'm like, nope, we got to clear your energy. We got to clear the energy around you. And he just, he's funny. He's like, oh, I think I feel it. You know, like, he's like, but he probably does. He's, he's pretty sensitive to it. But, he um, does. Yeah, I bet he does. Yeah. yeah. And so that, you know, that's, that's something very simple. And I'm telling you, I wand myself before I go to bed every night. And there was one time, I'll never forget, in the beginning of the pandemic, just an example of how we take on stuff and we don't realize it. I was, I was rushing out of the house, and I forgot to protect my energy. And I went to the grocery store. This is in the beginning of the pandemic, okay? And I went to the grocery store. I had to get things. I left the grocery store, and I was just, like, angry at everything and everyone. And I came home, and I was like, my husband's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I am just, I don't even know. Like, I just, I'm losing, you know, I'm just so angry. And it, all of a sudden I stopped and I was like, wait a minute. I wasn't angry before I went to the grocery store, right? Like, this is not mine. And I grabbed the selenite wand and I was like, and the thing is, the more that you start doing, using these tools, right, the more you're going to realize your center, the more you're going to realize when you're thrown off. And I realized this is not mine. I was just affected by people freaking out in the middle of a pandemic in a grocery store. And so I used the selenite wand and I felt better. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I got rid of that, right? So that's just, yep. a, again, a simple, simple tool. And and kids love it. They think it's cool to like, you know, wand themselves. And when my when my stepson was three years old and I first started dating my my now husband, I told him he was in a townhouse. I said, you have to clear the energy of that townhouse. And he was saging. And like my stepson was like karate chopping the sage and thought it was cool. Like kids are so open to this stuff. And yep. it's, it's, it's so easy to teach them. But the selenite wand is my favorite go-to quick. I keep one on my desk at work, and, and it's just – it's like my fa- – and I keep one by my bedside because I wand myself every night before I go to bed. But that is also a way to sort of bring yourself back and, and bring, back, bring yourself back to center, get rid of any of that chaos or anything that doesn't belong to you that you might have inadvertently picked up. And it's just a practice that you can do. You protect yourself in the morning. You wand yourself at night. And it's just this practice that will keep you sort of at a lower level of chaos than if you were not doing it. Yeah, I mean, there's, these are a lot of tools that people can use, and they can make up their own. You know, do yes. something, yes. That, find a ritual that works for you. My ritual is, you know, I'm good. <laughs> That's right. literally my ritual. But I'm a lot older than you, so I kind of have, have gone past the, you know, I don't need to do this stuff. I'm just going to say I'm good and go with it. Because it is building confidence. Everything's about building confidence and knowing that, you know, you're safe and you're good or whatever. Like I remember a little boy saying to me, this is really hard, Mrs. Love. I can't do this. And I said, it's hard. And he said, yeah. And I said, but we can do hard things, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay, you can do hard things. And he goes, okay, I can do hard things. Within seconds, I can do hard things. I can do hard things. And he was able to do hard things. And now, I mean, I don't know where he is now, but, you know, I would say now he's probably like, yeah, I can do hard things, <laughs> you know? Yes. So for him, yes. it's, it's little kids like to be told that they can do stuff, that, that, that this is helping them. Whatever it is that you do yes. is helping them. And taking them out in nature, I, you know, I, I know people who take their kids out in nature. They're outside. They send their kids outside on the weekend and say, go out and play instead of being on your Xbox or your cell phone or whatever it is that they're doing, 
get rid yes. of the technology because the technology has taken so much away. So even, and you have it in your book, earthing and grounding, you know, yes. doing those types of things are so rejuvenating. Get out in nature, be near water. Oh my gosh, be near water. It's such a wonderful thing. And you've got all these tips and tools and everything in your book and people need to just go out and get this book and, and, Take in what will work for you, what you have in the house, what you can do. Come up with mm-hmm. your own ideas based off of these, and you'll find that things will go a whole lot better because you have now the foundation to do what you need to do to create a better life. So we're almost out of time, Tammy, but before yes. we go, I would like to ask you to tell our listeners how they can learn more about you and your work and where they can purchase your book, The Universe is Talking to You, Tap into Signs and Synchronicity to Reveal Magical Moments Every Day. Yes, so they can find out more about me via my website, which I know you gave them, TammyMasterBirdie.com. I also have a YouTube channel where I release weekly videos. Um, I go live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter now all at the same time on Thursdays at noon Eastern. Um, And at my website, you can actually uh, grab my top two tools. I believe it's two tools to tame the chaos. Um, And it's just sort of a little video series with um, some information that can help you around that since we're talking about that topic as well. Um, So that's where they can find more information about me. My book is available everywhere. Amazon is where most people wind up going. But, um, but, you know, Barnes & Noble and and other um, online sellers have it available as well. And, um, and yeah, we've been talking a lot about the chaos, and that's sort of uh, the, the one big chapter in there before you get to that five-step process. But if you're interested in sort of opening up to signs from your loved ones, from the universe, and realizing how guided you are and how you were never meant to go it alone, um, there's so much in the book that will give you these simple, practical exercises to start noticing them. Now, you said that you do this on Thursdays, and I, I looked up something I think it was this morning, and I saw a, a, a paragraph that said, but not tomorrow, I have a wedding. Is that an old yes. thing I was looking at, or do you have a wedding tomorrow? <laughs> no, I actually have a wedding tomorrow, so I will not be live tomorrow <laughs> on, on okay. Facebook. I, yeah, I, I didn't actually want people have... to check it out and say, where is she? She's not there. She just said Thursdays. I'm yes. like, okay, I have to yes. ask if this it is normally. Yeah, that normally every Thursday at noon. But yeah, tomorrow I have a wedding, so I will not be um, I will not be live then. But you can go and well, go to my YouTube channel and yeah, if you go to the YouTube channel and go to the playlist Weekly Spirit Boost, you can see I've been doing it for almost a year now, so you can see all of the old ones that I've done. I just wanted to you know clarify that because I thought should I say anything or not? I'm thinking I should because if people go there, they're going to be a little upset that she's not on on Thursday if in fact there is a wedding tomorrow. So okay, yes, Good there to is know. a wedding. <laughs> yes. Well, I can't thank you enough for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You kicked off another new show, at the very first show of our, our, of our new show, and I am so grateful for that. Thank you, Tammy, so much for your time, your expertise, your energy, everything. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And I just have to say, I adore what you're doing with your foundation. And it's one of the few that I do donate to because I love that I know that 100% of what I'm giving is actually going to the children. And that makes me very happy. So I just want to let people know if they don't know that, that all of the money that you're giving actually goes to the cause. Um, So I just think what you're doing is wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on From the Heart Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a most challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do, to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life we're meant to live productively, healthfully, and purposefully. And this is where you find the tools to do just that. So please share the good news by sending the link for this show to everyone you know, And let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. On behalf of everyone here at From the Heart Radio, I'd like to thank all our listeners for tuning in. My name is T. Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at From the Heart Radio. Mark your calendar now so you remember to tune in next week. And please also check out Soji Huggles Children's Foundation. You can go to SojiKids, S-O-J-I-K-I-D-S dot org where every dollar of every donation directly supports children in need, 100%. We're run solely by volunteers. There are no salaries. There's no stipends or compensation of any kind to anybody. Every penny goes toward underprivileged children. And right now, we're helping subsidize the cost of mental health sessions for children who might not otherwise receive this much-needed therapy. It is vitally important. 
all children deserve a fair chance for a good life, and that starts with mental health. So children need help, and together we can provide them the help they need. So consider donating to SojiKids.org or, you know, where your donation makes a big difference. Or if you'd like to sponsor a child, please visit SojiKids.org to learn how. At Soji Huggles, we are investing in a brighter tomorrow by giving them a better today. So thank you for taking time to visit our website, SojiKids.org. Please follow us on Twitter at Soji Huggles. While you're in your social media accounts, please be sure to like us on Facebook, Soji Huggles Children's Foundation. And we shall leave you this evening with a From the Heart Radio Thought for the Week by Howard Thurman. Ask yourself, what makes you come alive? And go do that. Because what this world needs is people who have come alive. I am your host, T. Love, here at From the Heart Radio, intending you and yours a most enjoyable week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.